Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Aaron, thanks for your time today. Um, curious to know, uh, obviously in the new, I, I guess in the new season, things have changed a little bit for the team due largely in part to, to injuries at times. Um, the, the defense has looked very solid this year. Do you yourself at this point in the season kind of prefer to play and, and more of a, a defensive four-back system or more kind of as like a, a wing-back getting forward in the attack? Personally, I like playing in the four-back. I like being able to to get up and down more more freely. I like having more defensive responsibility for sure. And I think playing in the four, I'm able to – I'm sort of able to make that late run versus at the wing-back. It's sort of just like playing winger. Um and I think us as a back four, we just we know what each other are going to do, and it's it's a lot easier in the four. Everyone has to has to handle their own spaces, handle their one v ones, and yeah, there's there's less confusion. I think in in a back five, you're you're more playing sort of sort of in between. You're not really like man to man on someone. You're playing in between spaces, and it can sort of complicate things sometimes. So I like playing in the back four and just being solid back there and and being able to go both ways. And. Um... Obviously, as, as I had spoken to you kind of about some of the injuries that you guys have, have struggled with at times throughout this year, the the lack of, of having Demir Krylock in the attacking third for you guys is obviously not a great thing. Uh, Demir, one of the, the leading goal scorers in the MLS last year. And so I would imagine that at times this tends to affect you when, when you do get forward with, with crosses into the box. Um, going forward for the rest of the season, it looks like Demir is obviously out for the foresee- foreseeable future. What kind of is the plan for as far as you go when getting forward to getting crosses into the box? Is it trying to find guys like like Sergio, or is it kind of trying to, to pop it back up to the top of the box? Yeah, I mean, starting with Demir, it's super unfortunate. He's a guy who's never been injured in his career, and now this is happening. He's missing his, I don't know, 10th game this season. So, um, yeah, he's the past couple of years, he's been he's been one of the best players on the team every year. And, I mean, last year for me, he was the best 11 player, so... Um, yeah, it's tough. Also, I mean, I think 90% of my assists have been to Demir, so it, it's definitely tough not having him in there. But, um, yeah, we got to adjust. I'm, I mean, that's, that's sports. It happens. Injuries happen. And it's something that, that we need to figure out and get better better with doing. I think I'm getting a lot of – I'm getting into the attack a lot, and I'm getting a lot of crosses in the box, but haven't been able to, to really connect them yet. So we got to figure it out. Um I've, I've talked with the guys up front, and we're, and we're trying to trying to make it more clear where where I need to put the ball when when they're making runs, and where they need to make their runs when when I'm in the attack. So it's something we need to we need to clean up and get better at for sure. Thanks, Aaron. All right, we'll move on to DJ. 
Aaron, just to build on that, it seemed like you guys, uh, instead of, you know, getting to the top of the box and whipping a ball in, get to the end line and cut it back. You scored twice on that. You've known Brody forever. I mean, any game-winning goal is a big deal, right, 88th minute. But to see him get his first, what was, what was going through your mind as that play happened? Oh, man. Honestly, I saw the ball coming back, and as soon as I saw Brody on it, I knew he was going to score. I just had a feeling. Um, but, no, I mean, Brody, he's just a guy who, who comes in and works every day, and he, he's a great teammate, and he's always going to play for the team. It's, it's never about himself. So it's awesome to see what he's doing right now. I mean, it's been great having him in that starting spot the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. And, I mean, everyone's happy for him. He's a guy who was – Hope he doesn't mind me saying, but he was he was close to quitting soccer a couple years ago because he, he just didn't see it happening for himself. He didn't know if he was ever going to break into the first team or, or find himself in a spot. So now to see him where he's at and getting a new contract and playing really well, is it's awesome to see for sure. So there's always a difference going on the road. It's, you know, the wins don't come as often, the goals don't come as often, but it's it's more than a goal a game for you guys uh, at home versus versus on the road. And you've been shut out in five of the seven road games. What what can you do to break that? Is it a law of averages thing where just inevitably it's going to happen? What do you think? We just, we just got to get better in the attack, honestly. I think it's a, it's a team effort in, in stepping up and – being able to create, I mean, having more options, more runners off the ball. Um, you're not going to score just just being stagnant in the attack. We need we need a ton of movement, a ton of runners uh, to make it more difficult on the on the opposing team. It's it's easy when you're just standing and and waiting for someone else to create something. There's got to be more movement, um, more communication, more just sort of knowing where guys are going to be and what guys want to do. Um, if you got a guy that likes to go end line and cross, then you got to make sure you're in the right spot when he's going to do that. Um, you got to be thinking two, three steps ahead if we want to score more, especially on the road because teams are always a lot better at home. I mean, you see it with us and I think any team in the league. I mean, way better at home and and I mean a lot, a lot better defensively and attacking at home. So it's a lot harder to score. So I mean, to score goals on the road, you, you got to be really focused, dialed in, and a lot of movement, and creativity. Thanks, Aaron. All right, we'll finish with Joseph. Hey, Aaron. Uh, so just kind of almost continuing this conversation, I guess. Uh, can you talk about how the, you being absent for the first part of the season with injury has affected your integration with the team for this season as well as being uh, and just like your style of play, I guess? I don't think it's affected me at all. I think I was able to come in and sort of pick up where I left off and – be good defensively, get in the attack as much as possible. Obviously, the assists have, haven't been coming yet, but um, I mean that that'll happen eventually. I think just gotta just gotta keep going. But not for me. I definitely took took a little while to start start building building some momentum and, and some confidence again, and just getting back into it. But that that comes with playing games, and it was the longest time I've ever ever went without playing games. I think I didn't play a game for for over four months dating back to our last game in Portland last year. So it's tough when you're not playing games to, to sort of get into a rhythm, but I think I'm, I'm definitely getting there now. And then do, uh, with, with that uh, continuity through last season to now with how you feel you're playing, uh, do you feel like your role is still the same or has your role grown in any way uh, with just your experience with the team? 
a bit of both. I think it's it's definitely the same. Um, I still have that freedom to go forward, and but I think for me, I wanna I wanna make sure I'm solid defensively because I think when I get caught out, we're we're a lot more more liable to create to to concede goals on the other end. So I got to be smart and picking my moments to go forward. Where a, a lot of times last year, especially when we were playing in the five back, I would get caught up high and we'd get punished on the other end. So. I think it's being smart, not getting too advanced too early. So that way, if we do turn it over, I'm able to recover and help out on the other side. So just picking my moments better to to not leave us sort of susceptible to conceding goals on the other side. So just being smart with that, for sure. And then with Savarino coming in, you've obviously played with him before, and he's uh, predominantly a right-sided player as well. Uh, how do you look forward to him coming in? And what do you expect from him when he shows up in the next few weeks? Yeah, super excited for Salva to get here. I think he's a player that can can sort of create something out of nothing, and I, I don't feel that we have that right now. So having a player that can sort of put the team on his back in, in certain moments in games and and create a goal, whether it's an assist or or scoring on on a dribble or a shot, is is massive, and it's it's something we're definitely lacking right now. So to have a player like him coming, it'll, it'll be huge for us for sure. And last question from me. Uh, just your thoughts on Ruby Rubin's switch to Guatemala. I know that you're a dual national as well with options for Guatemala, uh, but just your thoughts on his recent switch. I mean, happy for him. It's always good when a, when a player has dual nationality and has that option to be able to, to switch over and play for another team if, if they want. So he's going to be a big player for them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the future is looking bright, bright for Guatemala for sure.